0: Welcome back to the Films We Make podcast. This week, me and Elijah are diving deep into the age-old question, are wedding films a luxury versus a necessity? Now, of course, being wedding filmmakers, we're going to be biased. We're going to see it as a necessity. But we want to dive deeper into why that is, and the real heart behind what it means to be a wedding filmmaker. So in today's episode, we're going to unveil the overlooked importance of what a wedding film means. We're gonna dive into the number one regret that most couples have. Spoilers, it's that they didn't have a video. We're gonna dive into the role of social media and how that's influenced the younger generation and what they value most when it comes to their wedding. All of that and more is in store for this week's episode. So I hope you stick around till the very end and if you do, drop a comment below and let me know, are wedding films a luxury? Are they a necessity? Are they both? Why and why not? I'd love to hear from you. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode all about wedding filmmaking. I want to unpack the question, are wedding films a luxury item or are they a necessity?
1: This is a good question for two videographers to answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That, that, that is my initial thought. Um I mean it just depends on I think that I think that the definition really depend I mean it depends on what you mean by wedding films. Um but I I mean obviously like I'm I'm a little biased here, but I would say it's definitely a necessity. Um now the quality or what you're looking for, that 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 can change because there's so many different options as far as videographers, their styles, their ideas of what a wedding film is. Um, even as you're just talking to someone, you know, like here's my, you send an inquiry and you start asking them, what do you provide? What are the things that you give in delivery? Uh, that's what I think we can get into. But as far as like, should you have a wedding videographer? 100%. Yeah,
0: I mean, being wedding filmmakers, <laughs> let's be real. If I didn't believe in my own product, that would probably make me pretty disingenuous business owner. and it wouldn't really make sense for me to be a wedding filmmaker. So yes, we are a little bit biased, but I want to try to tackle the perspective in an unbiased way and try to answer this question through the lens of the buyer. Um, but no, it's true. Like you said, i mean, the context. It's like, what type of film are we talking about? Because I think there is a difference. I think there's a difference between a luxury film versus a necessity film. Um, and I think it really does boil down to what the client values. I mean, I know what I believe. I know, like, you know, you know what you believe. You know, I know what it means to me and how important and valuable that is for, um for like families and, you know, generations. But again, I mean, everyone's different in that regard. And um, if you would have asked me this question in 2019, like pre-COVID, I would, say unfortunately that the wedding film itself is more commonly seen as a luxury item because you know, pre COVID it was just a different mindset about video, like the landscape of video, even not just in the wedding film world, but also in other video markets as well. Like, I mean, even YouTube, um, you know, which I've never really understand coming back to like the wedding industry and film being a luxury because like, you know, you see couples spending like eight, 10 grand, On flowers that are going to wilt, furniture that's going to be returned, cake that's going to be eaten. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, in your market, yeah, for sure. I mean, you've definitely seen upwards of, gosh, so much money being spent on details. But, you know, wedding cakes, that's definitely going to be eaten by me, for sure. Um, You know, all the material items that just possess no magical property like film and video does. I mean, you'll have photos. It'll always be a staple in the wedding industry of like the must haves. But yeah, I mean, so many people, and I don't want to like categorize it, but I mean, mostly millennials. I mean, that's what I am. I'm a millennial. And like what I've seen in the last decade is, you know, they're not so inclined to believe that video is a must have, or they just don't see the long-term benefits of video
1: you know there's a lot of people that uh, you know you can get into pricing or whatever some people would say don't call it an investment guy call it a pricing guide or, or some people say the opposite but I you know and honestly I don't care either way but I, I do think that video and photos are one of the one of the only things in a wedding that are technically an investment because you're actually getting something for from it in 20 years um, you know you're not going to get something out of uh, you know, the way that the invitations were, you know, written up or how expensive those were. Um, I've seen invitations that were $150 per invitation. Um, and I'm like, well, that's cool. Uh, this is dope. That's a very cool invitation. And let me get 90 shots of this cause I don't know exactly how to get this. So, uh, this such ornate piece of detail. Um, and so I need to get a lot of shots of whatever. But, uh, you know, investment is true. Like the, the one thing that you're still going to have and still going to be giving to you is your your wedding photos and video. Um, and I think that's why it's important probably to, to know the thoughts of your videographer about wedding films pre-booking them. Because there's always going to be the, the, the styles, ins and outs. And, you know, like uh, I would for sure say my style sometimes can be flashy and uh you know there's lots of stuff that's cool right now in 2024 2023 whatever it is but uh my ideas of wedding films are still looking at it from the perspective of a dad who's got three kids and I you know I would love to have that investment you know if it was my wedding later on in life and I look at some of the stuff that from my own wedding so I I still film a lot of stuff that maybe you don't see that I'm like, this is important, you know, like this is a little moment off it here in this little this little corner that, you know, normally, if you were just looking at as like, I need something flashy, I wouldn't film that. But I, I, I film it anyways, because I'm like this, this is something that even if I don't post it on my Instagram, the couple is going to love this um, 20 years from now. So I think it's good to know what your videographer cares about and what they value in their, in their films. Um, And just like the point of them capturing films, because truly it is an investment.
0: Yeah. I mean, people are seeing value. I would say more so now people are seeing value in, you know, the story based films over the luxury based films. Um, And I'm not really referring to like the luxury market of weddings because I know that that's a whole different industry, industry in my opinion, but what I've right. seen is, you know, people value relationships. They value personality, connection. And in today's world, I feel like the wedding film itself is starting to shift, um, you know, and not just, again, not just weddings, but YouTube and other types of content that people are consuming. More people are gravitating more towards transparency and storytelling sure. and just the authenticity personality yeah and i mean in the types of content they watch and it's awesome to see and i mean like you like you mentioned like being a dad of of three it's like now i'm a new dad it's like i see what i value i see how important those moments are going to be um i mean i look back at old films of me growing up and i see how special those are and like getting to
1: also just... how terrible they were and you didn't care right <laughs> exactly
0: you, you actually you don't, you don't care how bad the footage looks it's just you're Instantly transported back into that. I mean, you can, you can remember the smells. You can remember, like you can hear the voices. You just remember the feeling. Like video is just so powerful in the way that it can uh, encapsulate moments and make you, uh, it just transport you back into those days. I mean, I think that when it where the misconceptions kind of come about when it when we look at the the wedding film as a whole. I mean, it's the trend. You know, and it's hard to provide a straightforward answer, but the trend that you see is, you know, wedding films equal drawn out slow motion shots or shots of of the details, shots of the fluff pieces, just a cookie cutter version of just the wedding day. But now, like with the evolution of the wedding film, now we're getting more into those story driven films you know, those heart based films that are really genuine and honest, vulnerable pieces of how life looks today for our couples. And, you know, those are those are the films that people are seeing that, no, I need this. It's no longer that. Uh, I'm not sure. I still feel like this is just a luxury item. It's like it's not really a luxury item when it comes to your life. You know, I mean, right. you your life has value. It has meaning. It has purpose. And, you know, being able to remember who you are in this moment is just, it's just so worth like that initial investment. And, um, but yeah, I, I do think things are starting to shift. I, I feel like couples are more so it's like photo video, like planner, DJ venue. Like I feel like those are your tops. And then like the details are like secondary. And I mean, you'll always have weddings that I feel like couples are, you know, obsessing over the details because the look is important for people. And, you know, they the look caters to the feeling and the overall aesthetic. And, you know, with photo and video, you want that design to feel like you, too. So, I mean, it all does matter to an extent, but answering the question, is wedding film a necessity or luxury? I think it's now coming about more so that it is a necessity, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like we got back in, you know, like what, what the, we're talking about luxury or, or, you know, this story driven, whatever it may be, your style. I think it's kind of a tragedy when I see weddings that I'm like, I can tell based on the details, the, the vendors, that was a, you know, six figure wedding or more. Um, And it's, there's, there's no videographer. And I'm thinking like, dude, just. Hire somebody. Like I'm. I'm not saying like that. That videographer has to be on par with that thirty thousand dollar photographer or whatever it is. But like, why is there nobody there? That's crazy to me. Like I like we talked about you, the videos of, of you as a kid. Me and my buddy JP Pratt were talking about. Uh, you know, he had a picture of him and his uh, or his dad and his sister the other day. There she was playing the piano, and it was just like she passed away when he was younger and he's like, that was a super important photo to me. And it's not a great photo, like it's just direct flash. Like his dad's wearing something hilarious, you know, but it's, it's important to them and it was important to him. And I'm like, it, and the thing, same goes for video. Like it could be, now we're recording on, on iPhones, you know? Um, and we're also back to, uh, these things too, which is hilarious. It's a separate conversation. Um, but yeah, you know, it could be, it could be, uh, you know filmed on an iPhone could be filmed on old VHS tape doesn't really matter like that's important so it's crazy to me when I see these weddings and I'm like why is there no videographer there like I'm not like annoyed that you know you you hired a budget videographer I'm just like annoyed that you didn't hire anybody at all like you're gonna be upset about that in about 10 years or maybe even a year who knows
0: yeah and I think that's that's the heartbreaking reality of society i mean when i look inward too i mean i feel like we all kind of have this innate sense of we are kind of like caught up in the moment a lot you know we we just kind of sometimes it's hard for certain people to look forward and think this is what's going to be most valuable for me and my family like especially when it comes to like the wedding planning process i think couples get so just immersed into this one day that they're, they're not looking forward at, okay, what about after this day's done? Like, then what, you know, I mean, you're, you're you're stressing out about like your bouquet, you're stressing about all the details, the stationery um, the, the finer details, curtains, furniture, like, I mean, just things that are super material and that don't hold any type of future value. I mean, like, right. Just like think about the bigger picture. I mean, think about if you got rid of the furniture, you didn't have flowers. I mean, you just had people. You just had the people there that mean the most to you. And you had video documenting the words that were being spoken, moments in time that you can actually feel and see, like all of those things. Like that's what's going to be the most impactful and what you're going to remember most. You're probably not going to remember you know, the, the curtains that you invested in or, you know, all the different details. And I keep thinking of the curtains. couches I don't know that
1: what, no one sat on
0: the couches. The, no the one couches sat on, that no one sat on like just little things, you know? And I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's hard to say like, like, what are you thinking? Because I get it. I understand the mindset of being so caught up in the moment that you're, you just like are not looking ahead. Um, but then you look back and you're like, Oh my gosh, I put so much energy and time into these things. And like, I don't even have it anymore. Um, I mean, it's like, I feel like that's like the trap of consumerism too, where it's like we see the latest and greatest stuff and we, we, we get it and we have that instant joy, but then uh, two weeks go by. And then now we're like, I'm like sad. I need something else. I need something new or, you know, we don't like have that feeling anymore. So it's, it's, I don't know if that analogy makes sense, but maybe it does. But it's like that essence of... It's the same kind of thing, yeah. Right. It's the the same kind of thing of, you know, we're always like chasing, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Maybe the the instant gratification, like the got to have it now mindset and not looking at like, okay, well, what's going to be more impactful like 10, 20 years from now?
1: Well, you know, that saying that uh, youth is wasted on the young, I think that this is the older I get, the more true that get gets, you know. And like, what am I not? What am I not f- focusing on today that like a forty year old would focus on, you know, like or fifty year old or whatever? I think we just like we get wise as we get older, but then then that time's kind of gone, you know, and uh things get more important to you, and then you're not thinking about them and the time that it would have been good to make that investment, whether it comes to finances or you know, something like a wedding film, you know, I just, you're so focused on that and I get it because even when I was getting married, I didn't think about any of that stuff. I'm like, luckily we had a videographer, but it's not like it now what I'm thinking about what I would do differently, you know? And it's like, I think one big thing about weddings is you're just thinking, well, they're just filming this wedding day, whatever. I, I can get some stuff. But for me, it's, if I had to redo it, I'm thinking about just my mindset. Is all the people that will never be in the same room again together. Period. Right? You have people from your like wife side, the groom the groom's side, bride's side, whatever. Um, that those people may never have met, or if they have met, like they live in different states. Like you're just bringing all these people from all over, from different stages of your life, old, young, whatever. And you have them in the room at the same time. You're like one of my wife's favorite pictures. I think I've said this before here is like this, this picture of us during our exit um, in the video too, right? Where like you see the, you know, like it's people from her parts of her life and then parts of my life. Like they're kind of all just like, you know, standing together in this line. And it's like, it's a good picture of just like our lives coming together. But at the same time you're like, Dude, those people will never see each other again or some of them, you know, and then some of them will just like, it'll be a really long time, but like, that's a perfect example. And, uh, I think that's what you're capturing there. It's not just like, Oh, we're just capturing this ceremony, you know, and then like being done. It's just like all those little moments that I think is super important. And why not? We have iPhones. Like these things are better than any camera that we've ever had growing up.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's, like, really the, another question that I feel like is a very common regret for most couples. Like, I feel like one of the number one, if not top three regrets for most couples about their wedding day is they didn't hire a videographer. Actually, because, like, that's at- not
1: a feeling, Jared. That is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is a stat, yeah. Did I say feeling? Yeah, what you I said think? I I feel I feel like this so anyone listening that actually is the truth that is uh yeah
0: an absolute fact most couples who didn't hire well any couple that didn't hire a videographer yes they regret it after the fact because the dust settles you know they were lost in the sauce but now they're like looking back and like wait i only have photos like i actually want to hear things i want to see it in motion. I want to see the tears falling. Like you want that picture to come to life. Like you're watching a Harry Potter film. And that's just the the magic of video. And like I said before though, I do think we are shifting into better times, you know, of video is necessity over a luxury. There's always going to be couples that value, other things over video you're still going to have that 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 battle occasionally but with you know the trends evolving and the next generation of couples too you know the gen z couples who are growing up with video you have tiktok ig reels and content creators you know they're valuing video more and more maybe the videos that they're valuing is not for like the reasons that i would value video but they right. still are when valuing. You're Fifteen
1: years old, are you going to value that?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, they, they might be valuing it for the likes and the attention right now, but you know, sure. still, they're getting that content and they're going to be able to have that and look back on and reflect on it's like, oh wow, look at how immature I was back then, or look at how why am I dancing in front of this? Like, why do we do this TikTok dance like the Cinderella or the Disney boppity boo bippity bop? and you know all those things i mean it's fun but it's just like you'll look back and you'll you'll appreciate those moments and how silly you were because hey like you get to transport yourself back into that moment so that's what's cool about you know the next
1: generation of couples and um how they are valuing video more and more you know at the same time you saying that is like yeah i think it's kind of cringy in, in a lot of ways and you know I feel like that's that's me getting older you know I talk about all the time about how like stuff starts making you cringe and you're just like oh I'm getting old because I you know like I remember our parents were thinking certain things were cringe um and when you were younger everything was fine but I and in a way like you're gonna look back you, you might maybe 15 years from now these kids are gonna be like man what the heck was I doing or maybe they'll just be like 48 years old and still doing TikToks who knows but uh, at least it'll look. They'll look back at a time that, like, in their life, that it was like, well, that was me. That was the time period. That was what we did. Like, it's cringy, but at least I have something, you know. Um, and that's, I, yeah, I, I think video it just it's so much better than photos in a way. When you're, when you're, like, for instance, I. All, all the time we take pictures and they they upload to on prime photos of backup wherever on our phone and me and my wife you know we'll sometimes scroll through there and see like what happened years before and i'm always looking for the videos right because like you can just remember it so much better than the photos right. so like we have tons of videos on there of our kids what happened two years ago seven years ago all that stuff and it, it it's it's so much better um and even if they're not great like you know maybe they're filmed not 16 by nine, uh, whatever it doesn't matter, like it's so nice to be able to just watch those, and they're not um, amazing quality. You know, like, obviously, they've gotten better as iPhones have gotten better, yeah, um, or whatever your phone is, but yeah, man, it's just like, why not do it? That's my question is why not do it? Even if you paid 500 bucks for the videographer, shoot, if you paid 500 bucks, tell them to stand there. Look, my. I'd say don't move. Just don't move. Get <laughs> a tripod and just stand there. Just stand yeah. there, man. Like <laughs> as long as you, you're not doing anything dumb, like it's well worth five hundred bucks. Like that's what yeah. you're gonna pay for like a, a couch for your wedding day, like just to rent it or something, you know? Pay some dude to show up and capture some memories, even if it's not the best thing in the world, why not have yeah. them there?
0: Yeah, and I mean, like we mentioned in the beginning, yes, we may be a little bit biased, but Still, I feel like everything we're talking about is absolute fact about what it truly means to have a wedding film and just the impact that it's going to have on your life, you know, 10 years from now. And that's what I always tell my couples. I mean, even couples that are like on the fence, if even if you don't hire me, like I strongly consider you guys, you know, if I'm not within your budget, that's totally fine. But you got to have a video. I mean, whether that's, you know, a relative who has just got their iPhone, it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever it is, I mean, if you're, you don't value the story based films or you don't feel a connection to this work or that work still have something because looking back on it, you're going to want I mean, like you said, Elijah, like you look for videos like you. That's how you can remember things better. That's how you learn better. And I feel like that's how a lot of people also learn like more intently is through video. I mean, I'm a visual learner. So watching a video versus reading a book, I'm going to retain information a lot easier by seeing it rather than like reading it because – and that's just how my brain works. I have to read something four or five times before it actually cements into my actual brain and I remember it. But yeah, again, I just think that when it comes to the idea of luxury versus necessity, yes, it's going to depend on what couples value, but I think a lot of times they – again are lost in the sauce they're thinking about the here and now they're not thinking about the later and then and then they look back and they regret it and so but just to conclude and finalize my thoughts on it i i again think that the trend is upward when it comes to seeing wedding films as a necessity versus a luxury because of the direction that the wedding film has kind of shifted into where it's more focused on honesty and story driven and um just vulnerable real moments instead of just trying to manufacture this perfect day and mm. trying to create something that is unreal. Like you're not sitting down watching the Disney style weddings that you see on HDTV or wherever they aired, like the, the, you know, elaborate, very just flamboyant weddings that just you can feel the you can you can feel that it just doesn't feel real right like i mean like watching those those shows and everything else like reality tv it's like yes it's it says reality but we know it's scripted come on we know it's scripted at least with wedding films you know that like this is real people this is real moments real lives you know and shifting into catering to the imperfection of weddings is just going to warrant a much stronger and impactful film for your couple and for their future family.
1: So what would you say if someone was like, um, I guess, why should we book you? um, If if, if wedding films are a necessity, why should we book you instead of someone else?
0: Because I'm not going to create something that's not who you are. Uh, I'm not going to try to force you to do certain poses. I'm not going to force you guys to do things that aren't who you are to your core. I'm going to capture the essence of who you are. I'm going to capture your personality. I'm going to capture the day as it naturally unfolded versus trying to produce something that's going to benefit me in my portfolio or going to benefit me for the sake of going viral on the internet. Like that's not my end goal. That's not my mission when it comes to wedding films, while do I want to go viral? Sure. Like, I mean, that'd be cool. Like, yeah, like seeing the numbers climb, seeing like more couples gravitating towards my work because they saw a video, they feel a connection. Like that's viral. Like that's the the chase of virality for me is like getting more business from that virality versus just getting praise and attention that's just gonna disappear in the dust after like a week. You know, so it's it's more so for me is like, that's why I'm I'm doing this is to create films that are impactful, that are genuine and honest and about real people. And that's just going to leave a lasting impact in a couple's life 10, 20, 30 years from now. Like you're sitting on that front porch with your holographic projector that's in front of you and you could just like point no, and no, play your, and your
1: Apple vision, or price. your
0: Apple. Yeah, there you go. Your <laughs> Apple vision goggles and you're just, you're sitting there and you're, you you're drinking your your cup of coffee and yeah you're just remembering the good old days
1: so it is a good thought you know talking about the social media aspect going viral like where is the line between you know you know going viral um and then also t- trying to create something for your couples that's going to last for you know 30 years not just you know the the film itself but like the 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 stuff that you capture that's going to you know be an investment for their kids their grandkids, um, that it, they get to see them on their wedding day with the rest of the people that were there. It's like, where's that line, you know? Cause that's a, that's a fine line to travel being that we live in an age of social media where certain things go viral, certain things don't, you know, like mm-hmm. that is a, it's a tough, tough thing to do at the same time, still stay true to your you know, brand or whatever you're, you know, like what you value in wedding films
0: actually put out a post about this like you know like what does wedding filmmaking mean to you Um, because it is interesting to just like I said before like look at the wedding film and unpack its evolution throughout the years Um, and just social media in general and uh, like where a lot of people are gravitating and putting more attention and focus and a lot of times that focus is kind of put in it's it's misguided it's put into the wrong things and like i was guilty of this like early on in my career like when i first started wedding filmmaking it was like i i had just a, a huge ego for no reason like i don't even know why like i i just thought my stuff didn't stink and I was just like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna make this Uh, because
1: that's that's what we all do when we start
0: (laughs) like we feel cool yeah I mean it's just like hey like I'm a a wedding filmmaker I'm doing this full time I'm making money I'm thriving I'm successful I was like 24 23 24 whenever like I was like getting started so like yes I am super guilty of just getting tangled up into you know the trap of social media and wanting to be a viral sensation and wanting my work to be just a sought after be an industry leader, all of that jazz. Um, until like, yeah, like Elijah said earlier in the podcast, it's just like, you know, you grow, you mature and like, you, you look back and like you cringe on things and like how you were before, but like, it's just like that through that maturity, you kind of see what's most important in life. Um, and so I, I, I think it's just, it's really, good to talk about these things. So, yeah, I mean, I think just going back to the, the idea of like, you know, why are you filming weddings and um, you know, the purpose of it all. And I think it just, as long as you keep the core, the heart behind why you're doing what you're doing, focusing on people, focusing on serving all the other things, just kind of, they fall in line as you keep doing it.
1: I agree. I think Mike. My- One little practical tip would be even if you're shooting a wedding film that's, you know, more hyped up luxury, a lot of details, you're focusing on things that maybe it's not like um, there's not a lot of focus on story or uh, little moments throughout the day. Try to capture those regardless, because those raw footage moments are something that are invaluable to the couple and they may not realize it now, but in ten years they're gonna be like, I'm so thankful you captured this. And yeah, you know, side 100%. note, you can sell them sell them raw footage later, but that has nothing <laughs> to do with like capturing it, you know, like you, you still gotta capture it and and knowing that you captured it is is uh is awesome and, and especially when you feel like, man, that was a moment that I'm not gonna use in the film because just the the way what they want the way that this is going like this this is not going to be something that ends up in the film but this is a treasure and they need to keep this
0: yeah absolutely i love like that final thought i think that's a good place to to kind of like conclude things i mean we've been like chatting about everything for about 40 minutes i think it's like a really good like thought and things just to keep in the back of your mind and as you're thinking through you know your business and you know, the purpose behind what you're doing, the meaning behind it all. And, you know, ask yourself the question yourself, do you feel weddings are luxury or necessity? I feel like if you're a wedding filmmaker, and you say it's a luxury, maybe rethink a few things. But, you know, just look at it from the bigger picture. Um, Just all the things that we've discussed and talked about, I think are just really valuable and important for couples to understand. And so if you're you know, going through a consultation in the next few days and your couple ever says like, well, like the groom doesn't really know that he wants a video. Ask to talk to the groom and like explain to him like, hey, I know like you're thinking about the here and now, but like think about you 10 years from now and just go through those motions with him and just educate them on why it's going to be so important. And again, I mean, you don't have to try to sell your services here. You're really just trying to educate them on the importance of why it's so valuable um and and that's just how i've approached it like even if they don't hire me like i said it's just it's more so just about i want you guys to have a wedding film i want you guys to have something um because this is going to be so so valuable and i don't want you guys to look back and regret it so
1: just go send them to Josh from a little long distance. Let him cry. Yeah, he'll take he'll like,
0: take care of you. That, go, that dude go, knows how to tell a good story. Go hire Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope it was helpful, valuable in some way. If it was, be sure to like and rate the podcast. It would mean a ton. And until next time, we'll see you there. <laughs>